0: This episode is sponsored by iTunes. Go to www.cheapseatreviews.com. Click on the iTunes button, purchase anything you want, and a small portion will go to this podcast. Two households,
1: both alike, in dignity. In fair Verona, where we lay our seed. From ancient grudge break to new mutiny where civil blood makes civil hands unclean. From forth the fatal loins of these two foes, a
0: pair of starless lovers take their life.
1: As misadventure, piteous overthrows, doth with their death bury their parents' strife.
0: We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This
2: is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. This is a normal, ordinary episode of of, of of, of 107 is our episode, and it's a normal, normal episode. I am back home. I'm not on the road. It should upon your house. It should sound at least halfway decent, and hopefully, um, I won't have to spend twelve thousand hours editing this episode. Today we are talking about. <laughs> this is episode. What is this? Hundred and seven. Hundred and seven.
3: And this one is dedicated to our most loyal listener,
2: Jen. Jen, our first and probably only female only. listener. Um, and Even our wives have given up on us. <laughs> yeah, that's actually pretty accurate. Today I'm we are a cardboard <laughs> box now <laughs> <laughs> because of the podcast. Um, today <laughs> we're talking oh, about uh, Shakespeare. My, my children every
3: other weekend now.
2: Oh, now oh, this got sad real fast. Um, we are <laughs> okay. talking, but it's actually appropriate because we're talking about Shakespeare in love. Uh, and I am Sean Ard and joining me tonight is Andrew Smoking Boots Jemison
0: You okay. sir. Are a gentleman, and you, sir, are a Warwickshire shit (laughs) house.
2: Thank you. That may or may not come up later. Oh, (laughs) Uh, Cornelius can beat Shakespeare in a paper basketball tournament. Logan. Oh yeah. (laughs) All I got, baby. (laughs) Okay. Thanks, Lando, Uh, and Sam. Boy, it was a good thing it was a windy day, Vector. So I've, I've looked up a site that I'm going to be using most,
3: most tonight, and it's the uh, random Shakespeare insult generator. Okay. So, Sean, yeah, thou <laughs> impertinent whoreson giglet.
2: <laughs> okay, thanks. Maybe? Yeah, just so you know. Or sh- I, maybe I'm offended. I don't know. That sounded yeah. weird. Um, How about this? Your virginity breeds mites, much ooh. like a cheese. Oh, Oh wow, that, uh, that one actually kind of stings a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so, so let's
3: flubber some dismal dreaming pigeon egg.
2: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, so let's pull up a comfy chair and dive into this show. By the way, Star Wars in Shakespearean English is awesome. It's really? A, it's a book you can get <clears> at Barnes and Noble's or Books a Million, and it's the three it audio
3: book, or is it a no? It's the
2: you have to read it, but uh, words. Yeah, Uh-oh. I'm out. Yeah, I know. Um, is I know I'm talking to the wrong crowd. I was gonna say, man, there's of all
1: the things I didn't think I wanted before. This is. Are there
2: pictures? No, there's no pictures. <laughs> Again, there's a reason why we sponsored or sponsored by Audible.com because you can just have the words read to you. Um. Nice. Anyway, Uh it all has words. Huh? A is it an activity book? No, it's not an adult coloring book <laughs> either. Does
3: it come with colors?
2: No. Well, <laughs> oh. the the cover has colors. Um. But anyway, it's actually it's actually cool, uh, and we should I'm not saying we should do it. But anyway, um, so this is What's shape-
3: the, how do, well, no 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 no. How does this work? Is oh. it like you know? No, Luke, I am your father, or is it?
2: Okay, hold on, hold on. You really how, want to know? How
3: does it change? Yeah. What is the Shakespearean equivalent of the of some of these lines?
2: All right, I'll I'll tell you if it's online. Um, I've read yeah. a couple of passages. Um. What does Jar Jar sound like? Uh, and they only did four, five, and six. <clears throat> oh.
3: As it should be.
2: <laughs> Whether your tastes run to Alderan or Avon, this reigning of reimagining No, hold on. Let's not. That's what uh, Excerpt. Okay. Return once more into a galaxy far, far away, with the sublime retelling of George Lucas's epic Star Wars. Um Ian what? Ian well, yeah, Fleming. No, oh, Fleming. I want the excerpt. I don't want to read what people think about it. Don't make me read. I don't want. I don't mind reading. I just <laughs> want to read the things I want to read. Why read words when you can kill the stuff the words tell you stuff about? Sorry, I love that line. <laughs> um. Okay, I'm almost there. Sorry, hang on, hang on. Uh, this is great. Uh, chorus, inter chorus, chorus. It is a imperialist civil war. The spaceships of the rebels, striking swift from the base unseen, have. Have gained a victory or the cruel galactic empire now adrift amidst the battle rebel spies prevailed and stole the plans to a space station vast Whose powerful beams will later be unveiled and crush a planet tis the Death Star Blast Pursued by agents sinister and cold now Princess Leia to her home doth flee delivering plans and a new hope they hold of bringing freedom to the galaxy in a, long so, in a time so long ago begins our play in star-crossed galaxy far, far away.
3: Okay, now do it in Shakespearean.
2: Oh, wait, that was. Um. <laughs> did, did you say
3: Leia or did you say Leia? I said Leia. You said, no, you said
2: Leia. Did I say Leia? Well, I'm say it. To say. Enter c3po and r2d2 c3po now is the summer of our happiness made winter by this sudden fierce attack <laughs> <laughs> our ship is under siege I'm not gonna do the rest of this podcast reading Shakespeare anyway <laughs> that could be a she different that could be a different podcast altogether um anyway uh this is Shakespeare in love this is 1998's Shakespeare in love and fortunately Andrew has some words to say about it
0: a young Shakespeare, out of ideas and short of cash, meets his ideal woman and is inspired to write one of his most famous stories. Or plays. Sorry, <laughs> plays. I could read the last word instead of making that up
2: in my head. <laughs> that's, how, that's not how we do things here. No, nah, that's not how this this, this show rolls. Um, that's that's kind of it, basically. So the concept is, is that it's William Shakespeare, and he has lost his way. He needs a muse. He finds... Um, <clears throat> Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, and uh, falls in love, and he basically, the, the movie predicts or depicts him telling the story of Romeo and Juliet, kind of through their love story, and that's, that's kind of what happens. They play, they, yeah. and they create the Romeo and Juliet. So, I asked or, the question, or is, is Juliet, it, is it, is it?
3: or is it Juliet and the
1: Pirate King?
2: Well, or it was Romeo it? and the Pirate Romeo. King. No. It was always what? Romeo.
1: Romeo the and, the pirate pirate and Ethel. And the yeah, first it was That's Romeo and Ethel.
2: South. Yeah, yeah, and then Romeo and then Victoria. It was going to be the other girl, or whatever, right? And then it turned to somebody else. And then Ben Affleck was like, "Just do Romeo and Juliet." You know, he basically be, he did it'll what be the Wicked smart. He did, yeah, <laughs> he basically <laughs> did what um what's his name um, uh, crap, uh, Justin Timberlake did in the Social Network. Drop the the, just Facebook basically what he did there um so i asked the question Has anyone seen this movie before this viewing
3: yep once before i I try to make it a point to see all the best picture
2: winners
1: all right corny or another uh i've seen bits and pieces of it you
2: saw bits and pieces of gwyneth paltrow didn't you
1: actually i did not know that it was in there uh i did see the fight scene and I saw some movie a long time ago where a guy was making out with another guy who looked very feminine. Mm-hmm. Now I realize it was this. <laughs> nice.
0: <laughs> Andrew? I, I'm about the same. I've seen Bitch and Pieces. <laughs> bitch in <and> Pieces.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you to be my band's first album. You
2: saw, you yeah, saw the pieces. dog, right?
0: I have seen Bits and Pieces uh, as my wife has been watching it, and I chose not to. But I caught a few things.
2: All right. We'll, yeah. well, go ahead and expound more on your initial thoughts, sir. The My initially. initial thoughts.
0: When I started, and to be honest, and this was no offense to Jen, I thought, I do not want to watch this at all. <laughs> and after I started watching it, I thought, hey, this is, this is all right. And by the time I finished it, I, I like it. I think it's nice. It's a nice little film. And uh, I had a good time watching
1: it.
2: All right. Uh, corny. Corny. <clears throat>
1: Actually, I did go into this uh, with a little bit of a... I, I actually kind of wanted to see this movie all the way through. Because you've, you've, I've heard things about it over time, and, you know, that's kind of a good movie. And um, I actually really appreciated how the story went. It's not really original in terms of a story becoming part of the story. But either way, um, I kind of liked how this whole thing laid out. Um, I wish there would have been uh, at least one explosion, but... Eh,
2: yeah. <laughs> Uh,
1: you
0: could technically say there were three
2: uh, the uh <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. probably more than three actually there was a lot of that going on well that's true i didn't really count okay uh are you done corny
1: oh yeah pretty much yeah
2: okay sam
3: all right, um, this is uh, uh, my first time. Um, no, no, this is my second time watching this. What yeah. am I talking about? <laughs> I was trying to look up an insult to call Sean, but I was too late. Um, <laughs> but anyway, Sean, thou venom-flapped-mouthed caker blossom. Um, my second time watching this movie, um, I, I like it, and I forgot how much I did like it. I'm not much for rom-coms. I, I, <clears> I, I think they're really dumb and make no sense. And a lot of times, really bad people get together in really weird situations that shouldn't happen. Um, th- this movie was interesting, to say the least. I love the writing of this movie. I love how they wove the idea of Romeo and Juliet with whatever the heck was going on with Shakespeare. I love all the characters around Shakespeare. And, um, you know, all the different arcs you see in this movie uh, from the. Uh, the what's the name of the guy that he ended up being the guy who sold the poison. Um, he was Tom the, Wilkinson. Uh, yeah. But what was his character? <clears throat> he was a oh, the, the money Harry. man. Well, other yeah,
2: he was the money man. Yeah. He was oh. the money man, you know,
3: where he kind of comes around to actually Hugh was doing, Finneyman you know? yeah um, to, to, um, Barbosa, um, yeah, Jeffrey know, Rush trying to, trying to get it to work. Um, I had no idea Ben Affleck was in this movie. And I'd seen this movie before. Um, I was expecting Matt Damon to pop up somewhere, and that would have been <laughs> great. Um, but, uh, you know, the villains, the, the bad guys were bad guys, and it was fun to hate them. Um, Claire Danes was awesome. I thank, du- you! Not, yeah.
2: thank you! Thank um, you! That was literally like my third note. Gwyneth Paltrow <laughs> looks like Claire Danes from Stardust. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I, I, Look, absolutely. With Absolutely. Well, Absolutely. I mean, they weren't that much darker eyebrows than Claire Danes' eyebrows from Stardust <laughs> No,
1: no. Here's the difference. She had eyebrows. Yeah.
2: Claire yeah. Danes has eyebrows. I hate you both.
3: <laughs> but um, it, despite Gwyneth Paltrow's weird real-life dealings, I, I liked her in this movie. I thought she was amazing. She deserves the win that she got. Um, and uh, I had a lot of fun. It, 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 was, fun. it was a fun movie. And it wasn't this stupid, cheesy rom-com that you would think it would be. It actually had some heart and some intelligence to it. And a lot of boning. So. <laughs> and a lot of, of semi-man-on-man stuff.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, it is and the theater. Now,
3: is it just me or Shakespeare? It's kind of like the whole idea of, of uh, Superman and Clark Kent, and he just puts on glasses and it's Clark Kent, right?
2: But he also yeah. had a goatee. <laughs> Now, yeah, and, and, But also, in fairness, too, they're, they're not expecting a woman. They're expecting him to be a boy or a man, whatever. But, come on. Really? I, I mean, I don't know, I guess. I don't know. I mean, they do that in, like, a bunch of other movies, right? Like, She's the Man, they make Amanda Bynes look like a boy. A, yeah. And, and there's other movies they do that, right? But here's the
3: weird thing. Do you think it felt weird to kiss her with her mustache on? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. You Absolutely. know, if uh, uh, the guy who's playing Shakespeare, don't you think that would have felt just a little strange?
2: Um, I also like the fact that when he kissed her as Master Kent, everyone in the room was like, okay, well, he's really into this, isn't he? You know, like he's <laughs> <laughs> like, can't you kind of see the other guy going, I got to, I got to kiss him like that? Mm-hmm. So, uh, so this was for me my first time seeing it all the way through my mom got this. And when I was in high school and I watched it with her, but I don't remember <laughs> seriously, I'm kind of like, I don't remember whoever it was. They said, I remember the fight scene. Cause I remember all the feathers and that was funny. I remember the other scene where the girl is having sex with the dude and they're still having a conversation. <laughs> right. And like, they're just talking. And I remember being in the room with my mom going, uh, Awkward. this is kind of weird. Um, and then I remember... Uh, wait
3: till you watch Nymphomaniac with her. Yeah, that, it's not that, gonna that's not ever going to happen. That's going to be strange.
2: Um,
3: and
1: then... The that, that movie doesn't die is amazing. <laughs>
2: um, and then I remember the end with the queen and the, and the thing like that. But, um, yeah, it's... I mean, I'm kind of with... I think, Andrew, you said the point that, like, when we found out we were doing this, we were all... I, I was kind of like, I don't really want to do this. Like, I've, mm-hmm. I've seen... And then I got about... 15 minutes in the movie, I'm like, this isn't a rom com. Like, yeah. Like, this just has, this is a romantic movie that has some comedic moments, but this is a drama and it's really good. Mm-hmm. And then I started researching it. I had, I had no clue that this won seven Oscars. The hell? This, this won seven Actually, Oscars. I can see that. I can see that. And Dame Judy Dench, which is Sam's avatar on Skype tonight, which is great, by the way, and creepy. Uh, well, whatever. It won Best Picture, Best Actress in a Leading Role for Gwyneth Paltrow um, with her weird daughter named Apple. <clears throat> uh, Best Actress in a Supporting Role by Judy Dench, who had like four minutes of movie time. and won. They were
1: fantastic. They, they were, really were. They
2: were awesome. She was great. She seemed terrifying in a queen-like manner, you know? Like, I would have been terrified if she walked into the room.
1: Yeah, it turns out she wasn't acting. She was just being Just Judy being Hitch. her. Yeah, just being. Uh, <laughs>
2: best writing for screenplay, best art direction, best costume design. Those costumes they wore were great and they looked like. I, I, I looked at, yeah, they looked authentic, but it, I looked at that and went, I would hate to have lived during that time period. Mm-hmm. Not for the, also for the whole serfdom and the plague and all of the, the other horrible things that were going on, but mainly just the clothes. Um, and then also won Best Music, Original Music, or Comedy Score. They eventually changed it to just, you know, Best Film Score. Uh, Steven Warbeck won for Best Score. And this is a good score, too. This is good music. It really is. It's, it's nice and, and pretty and, and interesting, and he's still he's still writing music, mostly fresh. I
0: actually, uh, I heard the score about 10 years ago mm-hmm. and had no idea that it was the score to this movie. Um, somebody had made me a, a CD of, you know, a, a mixtape.
2: Mixtape. <clears throat> <of, throat> <laughs> yeah, a
0: mixtape of uh, of movie scores, and oh, there was no nice. label, and, I you know, there was no listing of what was on there, and I just popped it in, and for years I never knew what it was. And then when I watched the movie, I thought, oh, my God, that's Shakespeare in Love.
2: Oh, nice. Um, well, I'm going to stall for time here for just a half a second as sam skype quit on, quit on him for some reason are you back sam i'm back i'm back can okay. you hear me yes we can okay um that was weird yeah no it was a good score i really enjoyed it and oh, absolutely. Uh, um and he's done a, he's done a bunch of work just not a bunch of stuff i'd ever heard of but mostly french work um <laughs> your french work uh n- nah. okay. no um paint me like one of your french <laughs> girls. <laughs> That's one of my favorite memes. Anytime some, yeah. somebody is laying down, you're getting that meme you know, after you. Um, <laughs> I love it. Uh, anyway, uh, so, yeah, I, I, this, hmm, where do I start with this movie? I, I guess I'm just going to start off with saying, I, again, I really, really liked it. I mean, I did. And I was pleasantly surprised. I found myself really having to, like, listen to the dialogue because they didn't dumb it down. Yeah, yep. They didn't turn it into just regular English. They used old English. And at times it was hard to hear, uh, you know, understand some things. I had to rewind a couple and, of times. And
3: and I love the idea of the Easter eggs with the, you know, every now and then you hear something that Shakespeare would use later mm-hmm. in some other oh, play yeah. or some other, you know, something. And knowing just a little bit that I know, which is not much. Right. Um,
1: you know, that, I found that really enjoyable. Like the uh, skull, I think, uh, what, Hamlet, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, at the beginning he's throwing the paper and he hits the skull, and then he hits like a mug or something, and that's a, or a bank, and it's supposed to be like uh, the something of merchant of Venice. Yeah, thank you, the Merchant yeah. of Venice. Yeah,
0: um,
2: this movie actually kind of wanted me to go read Shakespeare. Yeah, a little bit. Like I, am
3: still way over <clears throat> my head. I, I'll admit that right I, now. I, I have, was never a fan.
2: I have seen the the Mel Gibson Hamlet movie, which was good, um, and I. I was the uh, boom guy slash key grip for Much Ado About Middle School, which is a play off of Much Ado About Nothing. Um, (laughs) But anyway, uh, one of the fun little movies I did. Uh, But that's pretty much it for me. So I kind of want to see some more of it or read some of it. I don't know. I'm still reading other books and failing miserably at that. But um, so, Sam, you mentioned Jeffrey Rush uh, Barbosa, his voice was freaking me out because I'm used to him with this deep Barbosa. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're off the edge of the match here, matey kind of talk. And he had this kind of strange lilty voice the whole time. And it was weirding me out a little bit.
1: Um, yeah, I'm going to say, uh, but he does have a thing for boats. Like he just could not, not stop talking about pirates. He
2: loved him some pirates, didn't he? <laughs> yes, he does. Boy. I
1: loved it, yeah.
2: Foreshadowing for 2003, so you got five more years to go. Um, and, of course, he and Colin Firth would play again in The King's Speech. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, Which is another great movie. Yes, no, it, it is. really, yeah. really is. Um, I have and, not seen that one. Oh. Oh, you need to watch it. Yeah, Don't I've, listen to the podcast. What?
3: Yeah, they just stutter. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Wow. Nice. Oh, uh, Sam <laughs> Sam's already started the show off insulting people with uh, speech impediments. Nice.
3: Oh, I would never do such a thing. Uh, I'm too nice a person. That's not true at all.
2: Says the guy who's been insulting me and in Victorian English for the last 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, yes.
2: Uh, anyway, uh, no, so I liked him. And, and yeah, he and Colin Firth, I, one of my notes was, it's a good thing that I have already seen The Kingsman and loved it because I really hated Colin Firth at the end of this movie. <laughs> he was just a, a terrible person. He's a horrible human being, but <laughs> um and but he's also a, he's also a punchline and a trope. Because yeah. yeah. Part of what makes him his character not only evil, but also another thing that you hate about him is that he is so clueless to the world what he feels is beneath him. Right? This yeah. vic, this this play this theater world which is beneath him that he couldn't tell the difference between William Shakespeare and that Marlowe guy who are (laughs) both well-known playwrights of that time. And rumors is that Marlowe was actually gay and kind of open about it during that time. That was some of the trivia that I read, but he was so out of tune with anything that he was just willing to off the word of, of, uh, Shakespeare dressed as a woman um he went' and killed that poor guy so oh. oh oh which was uh sad
0: uh did anybody else get the get the well was it kind of reminiscent of uh a knight's Tale, only without the pop music and the <laughs> and the old English you know like to me, it was reminiscent of that. I enjoyed it the same way. If that makes yeah. sense.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Oops, sorry, microphone. I'm with you there. I, I'm picking up what you're laying down. Um, some of the things that I thought were kind of fun was um, uh, uh okay. Back. To, so, Sam, to your point, about yes. Ben F like being in this movie. I had <laughs> I did I didn't know he was in the movie. And he's really good in this movie. Yeah. I, I see this movie and go, this is why people keep hiring him for work. Because he's actually good. And then he does something like uh, the next year he does friggin', um well, it wasn't the next year. It was like two years later he does. Really? No. Well, he did that. But I was thinking of Daredevil. Daredevil. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, again, I'm probably still one of
1: the few people who actually liked <laughs> Daredevil. I like the
2: the, there's parts of that movie that I actually like but not enough. You know, I mean, I saw it with you in the theater at the dollar theater in Boone. That's and I true. remember walking away from that. Going, I
3: could not get through that movie. That is miserable. I, that's I, a miserable
2: movie. I remember asking you, Courtney, is it, is that like anything like the comic book? And you're like, well, they got the fact that he's blind. Right. So that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> and that he's a lawyer. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Any, anything else? No, not really. <laughs>
1: Okay. Want to
2: Yeah, man. Yeah, I will say this. I remember, and I remember this like broke the world. I mean, I guess if two thousand three had, or two thousand three or two, if it had Twitter, it would have broken Twitter when they cast Michael Clark Duncan as uh, the, kingpin? the Kingpin. Yeah, people yeah. were pissed. You, he's black, so we he can't be black. Why not? But he can't. You know. So. It's like the, you know, from Serenity. You want to be captain? Yes. Well, you you can't. So, anyway, I just remember. I remember that breaking what little of the internet we had back then. Sorry, my computer keeps sending me management notifications. I don't know what's happening, but anyway. (laughs) Uh, Hopefully (laughs) the show is still recording. Um, The show's
1: not going very well, so uh, we're just going (laughs) to just give you a warning here.
2: I don't know. It's weird. It's like it it says. Memo uh, from management. I don't know what's going on.
1: Um. We're gonna need you to come in and do the podcast on the weekend. Yeah, yeah
2: that'd, be, that'd be great. Uh, I'm gonna need that uh, TPS report. Um, yeah. Actually, it's funny, Sam. You 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 said it. Literally, looks like, or it felt like, just a moment ago when you you said that she put on the facial hair. Mm-hmm. and you're making fun of the Superman thing, my my note literally says, a little facial hair, short wig, and she goes from Superman to Clark Kent.
0: <laughs> it, it is
2: literally as if you read my, my notes. Um, but this this idea that back in the day that women couldn't be in the theater because they were women is... I mean, I guess here I stand in 2016, and I know that seems strange to me, but I didn't know that that was a thing. Um, but so I'm I was cool
0: with that, though. <laughs>
2: But I know that, um, that, that back then the world was such a backward place and the way they thought about things. And I mean, some of the books that I've read during that time period, I mean, Sam, did you read Pillars of the Earth? Oh yeah. Like that's the same time period. Yeah. well, it's before then, I guess it's a little before then, but it's still like if, if you were a woman and you were kind of forward thinking, and someone mm-hmm. didn't like you. They just called you a witch. You're a witch, right? let you Burn at a her. I mean, Burn her. It was crazy. She, she floats. Yeah. Yeah. What they did. Uh, if she floats, she's a witch. If she doesn't, sorry. Anyway. Wait a second. You know what else? I choose floats? cake. <laughs> choose cake. <laughs> cake, on, cake on death. Uh, cake, please. Oh, Okay. <laughs> We're not going to do that bit again. We've <laughs> already done that on episode. <laughs> um, so I'm going to play. Bit. Keeps up. So I'm going to play this instead. I can pay you. When? Two weeks, three weeks at the most. Oh, for pity's sake.
1: Take them out. Where will you find? 16 pounds, five shillings and nine Including interest in three weeks. I have a wonderful new play. Put the back in. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Like, once that happened, I was like, oh, wait a minute. This isn't what I think this is going to be. Like, that's because that's funny, right? They start the movie off torturing a guy for money. Yeah. And they make it kind of comedic, right? I mean, it's it's kind of a funny bit, and then they they make this gag, like they they pull that gag later on when he goes to, when Shakespeare goes to therapy, right? Rush yeah. is sitting outside with his feet in the trough because his feet still hurt from the <laughs> fire. Like it's that's <laughs> a funny bit. That's the only.
0: Sorry, Andrew. Go. To say, that, that's the only time in the movie that I felt like something was a little off because. They had this torture scene at the beginning, and then we had this beautiful music playing over top of it. and I thought this does <laughs> not fit at yeah. all, but then you know I, I end up liking the music, so I didn't really care
2: right but I, what what was your point sam oh i was
3: gonna i was gonna say um it was a little odd to me, and it brought me out of the movie, and this is one of the the problems I saw in the movie, and one of the rare, rare few ones the thing they were burning his feet in. Didn't look real. Oh the, it looked the, like the Halloween prop.
2: Oh yeah, like the fake yeah. goals or whatever, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty bad. I I didn't even really notice because what I, my my first thought was, Oh, that's that's Barbosa. Hey, and that's that's the bad guy <laughs> from the Patriot. Okay. Oh look, there's they're burning his feet. Alright, well, okay. So I didn't even notice it. And then the guy who was the money nerd. Uh-huh. Uh, Sixteen pound. He is a scientist in the fifth element, so he has made cheap seat reviews twice now. Woo-hoo, um, I and uh, oddly enough, this is our second Joseph Fiennes movie, where not only is he well, this is not only our second Joseph Fiennes movies, but this is our second one where he's a writer in our movie. Oh. I think it's just kind of funny because of uh, uh, the enemy at the gate movie. Um, oh yeah, yeah, right i pretty sure this oh, is our geez. first uh, Gwyneth Paltrow movie, though. Uh, Avengers. also oh, because we didn't do Iron Man. Uh yeah, she's about Iron Man. But she's not in Avengers 2. Oh, sure. Sure. oh, that's right. Only Corny and I did Avengers. Huh. So, okay. yeah. So I guess technically, yeah, she has been in the podcast. But Good old Pepper Potts. Yeah, we didn't talk about her yeah, at that's, all.
1: that's uh. i was going to call it for the rest of the podcast.
2: Pepper Potts. Pepper Potts. That's fine. I'll just keep calling her Claire Danes. So how about? I mean, she did look like. her. I <laughs> thought she seriously looked like her. The funny part is, is the only reason why Ben Affleck was even in this movie is because he was dating her at the time.
0: He was well, chasing tail.
2: Well, he was he was chasing his tail or yeah. his girl's tail. I mean, it was because oh, they were dating. Yeah, could it have been she, a
3: knight's tail?
2: Uh, no, <laughs> oh, they weren't. They weren't knights. Nice. <laughs> she
0: nice. was in uh, Sky Captain.
2: Oh yeah, she was in Sky Captain. Lindcap. Cap. I forgot about that. So this will be kind of our third of hers. Nice. Well good for her. <laughs> um and and one of these days we're gonna do the the, the uh, um the, the crap, what are they called? The Kingsman.
3: Yes. And well, that's
2: available. Oh my gosh. And then we can talk about Colin Firth and how freaking awesome he is. Uh he should have won an Oscar for that movie. I don't know why, uh-huh. but he just should have. Um <laughs> Okay, maybe not. Anyway, uh, so next clip. Will you lend me 50 pounds? 50 pounds? What for?
0: Burbage offers me a partnership in the Chamberlain's Men. For 50 pounds, my days as
1: a hired player are over.
0: Oh, cut out my heart. Throw my liver to the dogs.
1: No, then.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Again, like, that stuff was funny, but in... Um, and I, this is the same, this is the movie, a, a new, a movie. Damn it, Sean, talk. This is the kind of movie that got me, like other movies have. Like, I remember I'm mentioning when we watched, um, Nightcrawler, where I kind of got, when I was going back to Dance? play, uh, <laughs> right. When, um, what, brah? Tell when, me, brah. Uh, oh, wait, I have that. Um, <laughs> hey, brah. There it is. <laughs> um, that I got sucked back into the movie when I was playing clips. Like I would play the clip to record it. And then eight minutes later, I'm like, Oh crap. I need to, I did the <laughs> same thing with this. And so like, when I got to that scene, like I just kept going and I was listening to what the preacher was screaming about. Um, and he, the preacher actually is quoting Shakespeare. I can't remember the, the he's making, cause the, the, the theater house was called the Rose. And there's that line where a rose by any other name would still be a rose or something like that. And he's make, but he, he turns it on its ear or something like that. I, I don't remember the, the line, but I, I saw in the trivia. Um, and, of course, he's at the end screaming like the rest of them. Um, so let's talk about Dolores Umbridge for a second. The, the one of our two Harry Potter connections for this movie. The other one being, of course, Ron Leesley's father, the the guy who has a speech impediment, who is the narrator of the of the story. Who this will be our second movie with him because he was also he was in Stardust. Um, where was I going with that? Crap!
1: <laughs> this crap bought to you by
2: Holy crap! Seriously, like the whole thought just like vanished <laughs> like a fart in the wind. Where was I going with that? Who was I literally just talking about? Dolores Umbridge. Holy crap. Yeah.
1: Jeez. It was was at that show notes that Sean realized he was getting. Well,
2: I'm using my show notes, but I'm not using them apparently well enough. Um, (laughs) 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 Better get busy reading
1: or get busy getting lost.
2: Right. No joke. So, Amelia, um, Amilda Staunton. No, not (laughs) this. Shostakovich. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> Emilio <remember>. Estevez <laughs> Emilio Estevez Estevez, Estevez. Uh, Staunton she was of course Dolores Umbridge but she was the nurse in this movie she was the best bro ever yes she oh was. my gosh like
3: <laughs> let's be honest I loved her rocking outside the door Could I mean like she getting was, the vapors as she's listening to whatever's
2: coming But like the other woman's coming up and she's just trying to make noise so that she doesn't, the other girl doesn't hear things happening. Yes. It was so great. She was the Much coolest.
3: kudos to that wingman. Cause uh, she was a baby. She was, you know? yeah,
2: she was the best wingman ever. I mean, oh. to the point that like they had a secret language, right? They didn't even have to say words, right? When the, that crazy wind, the, the wind of convenience blew the, the poster for the play into his face, and he handed it to her. And Gwyneth Paltrow, Pepper Potts, just looked at it, and then looked at Dolores Umbridge, and they just kind of nodded. And so when she gets into the carriage, Umbridge runs up to Kingsman. Uh, what was his name? Lancelot? Or was, was, he, Gal- he, Gal- was he Galahad? From the Kingsman. Oh. I don't care about his name in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's the game I'm playing tonight. Everybody's gonna have a different name. Right. Oh, Galahad. Yeah. I think it might have been Galahad. Was it Galahad? Yeah. Might have been. Um, he, uh, you know, she goes and she gives him a big hug. She's like, I'm going to miss you. Thank you so much. Oh, crap. Hit the microphone again. Uh, and she's like, <laughs> whatever, right? And then, of course, uh, you know, Pepper Potts runs out the back door. And it was great. You know, it was really funny. And, of course, they met up later because they both knew where to go. It was like she was the coolest wingman ever. That's what I'm just going to say. So absolutely, uh, Barney and Ted, Barney. not Barney Five, Barney Stinson, you got nothing on her, on the nurse. I'm just saying. Yeah. She was awesome. Um. You must give me the
1: highest of high fives.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, this was a funny line. I, I captured. I realized now that I've captured a lot of Jeffrey Rush, but I just liked his voice and the way he said things. Ned Allen and the Admiral's men are out on tour. I need actors. Yeah.
0: Those of you who are unknown will have a chance to be known. What about the money, Mister Henslow? It won't cost you a penny. Ah.
1: <laughs> now, if you just close your eyes and imagine he's on a ship,
2: yeah, yes. it, Especially when he laughs, and you can definitely yeah. tell that that's barbosa <laughs> I thought that was great. Speaking of boats, follow that boat. what you all <laughs> got Thought that was fun Bit it boats, boat. Follow that boat. <laughs> yeah. Follow that boat. Watch you all now. Follow that boat. Has that ever been said? I don't know. I guess it. Yes, actually. Well. Uh, and there's a bit in there also, right? So it's like a follow that cab moment, right? But yeah. supposedly, none of us have ever lived in New York, so we don't really know cabbies that well. But supposedly, it's a thing when you get into a car with a cabbie, they like to brag about who, which famous person has been in their cab with them. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, I know you. You're an actor. He says, yeah. And he's like, I had I had Marlowe in my book one time. And of course, he rolls his eyes, you know, because it's, anyway. That, that's yeah. a, that was a funny bit. I chuckled. He well, tried
3: to sell him a screenplay.
2: Yeah, yeah. I got. I, I'm a writer too. Can you mind reading this? Yeah. But he had it
3: with him, right? I, I guess if you're sitting there waiting for people to, to transport, you just
2: write things. Write I guess write things. I just, and I loved the idea of that because that's something that would be like a now thing, nowadays thing. You know, like if you're a cabbie in New York and Scorsese gets in the back of your car, you're like, "Hey, what's up? Here's a script I wrote. I'm just going <laughs> to drop this through the little window thing here. You know, like." I'm sure that probably happens daily. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Can I get your email address so I can email you my script? No. Sure. It's uh <laughs> never going to happen at yeah. gmail.com. Leave me the hell alone at <laughs> I'm calling the police now.org. Sam was a jerk
1: at gmail.com. <laughs>
2: <Aww>. <laughs> actually, I think that exists. Didn't Chad actually? <laughs> oh,
3: I think you did. <laughs>
2: <yes>. <laughs> hey, let's find <laughs> out. I think it's actually real. Anyway. Um. <laughs> Uh, I also laughed out loud hysterically when Colin Firth ran like a little girl when he thought the ghost of What's-His-Face <laughs> was at the church. And I mean, I was, <laughs> it was one of those like, what is happening? Is, why is he screaming like that? Because <laughs> didn't you go kill the guy? Like, weren't you close enough to stab him to realize who you killed? <laughs> I just thought that was really funny. And I mean he ran. Oh, he was he thought the devil had come back. That was great. The and,
1: devil is not welcome here. Yeah.
2: And the funny yeah. part is, is like Shakespeare, like they like he seemed to know what was happening. You know, he walked in and just pointed at him and gave him an evil look, and he's why he freaked out. Like, what if he just <laughs> pointed at him and at first of them like, Bring it on, let's go. We're gonna throw down.
3: <laughs> or started running after
2: him. Oh, Yeah, like chased after, <laughs> pulled his na- knife, na- knife. That's not a word. <laughs> Dagger or knife. And like chased after him. That'd have been even better. Yeah. I did like the sword fight, though, towards the end, the big sword fight. And he stabbed him with the play sword. He kept like poking him <laughs> with it. He just kept bending. <laughs> that was funny. Um. Uh, so so while we're on the subject of, of Colin Firth and his um, horrible character that he played, uh, I know this is what happened back then And being the soon-to-be father of a daughter And Sam, the father of two daughters This kind of talk And my, many more uh, Wait, what? Huh? Okay yeah. um, mm-hmm. <laughs> this, this kind of talk made me cringe
0: She's a beauty, my lord As would take a king to church for the diary of a nutmeg my plantations in Virginia are not mortgaged for a nutmeg. I have an ancient name which will bring you preferment when your grandson is
2: a Wessex. Is she fertile? She will breed. If she do not, send her back. Is she obedient? As any mule in Christendom, but
0: oh, if you are the man to ride her, there are rubies in the saddlebag.
2: I like her. If, if I were told you that they were talking about a horse... Like a horse, of horse. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course, they were talking about a horse that they're gonna buy for the next Kentucky Derby, and they're just at some kind of weird European place where they're playing on the harpsichord. And like, what would you do with this horse? Of
1: course,
2: Uh you would talk to it, and unless, of course, it was the famous Mister Ed. Ah, there you go. <laughs> I, was to, I was trying to remember the song. I mean, uh,
1: Joe horse, Pesci would be proud.
2: Joe. <laughs> 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 oh man, 44 <laughs> minutes into the show. You sneak in Joe Pesci. What, we're going to do a movie one of these days with Joe Pesci. Just and so I'm not going to say his name in any way, shape or form. That's actually, that would actually be really funny, but like, I want to capture a line the entire time or something. Do what? Call him Danny DeVito the whole the entire time. <laughs> yeah. Remember when <laughs> Danny DeVito, Joe Pesci, who are we talking about? I've never heard of him. Um, <laughs> But I just want to like record dialogue of him, so then from now on, whenever you just say Joe Pesci, I can just play a line of dialogue from him. You
1: know? <laughs> well, you think it's funny? You think I'm here for your entertainment? Yeah.
2: So, uh, so like whenever time anyone says uh, talks about um what's his name um Bill Paxton, I can just hit. Hey, bro! You know so. Um, I don't remember what this is, but here it is. What is the play and what is my okay hold on I remember what this is. So this was the moment in which because Tom Wilkinson, right, the whole time he's this like aggressive. I'm the money guy. I'm gonna put your boots in fire. I'm gonna kill you if you don't pay me my money. I'm in charge of this play, right? The whole yeah. time he is this thing, and then Ben Affleck shows up and completely changes everything, and it was awesome. <laughs> Not that it's this interrupt What Hello, is the play and what is my part?
0: Uh one moment sir.
3: Who are you?
1: I'm um, I'm the money. Then <laughs> you may remain so long as you
2: remain silent. Pay attention. You will see how genius creates a legend. Thank you sir. I love that. It just completely puts him in his place <laughs> and from then on you like his character, both Affleck's and Tom Wilkinson's character. Like, you like his character because he's kind of this funny guy who now gets excited about the idea of being part of the play and, and he's like, immediately part of the family. You know what I'm saying? Cause, yeah. When, um, later on, when they get canned, right, because of the girl bit, they're all drinking and he's there buying everybody money, you know, beer. And then the other Playhouse owner comes in, he just looks at his body, he's like, Kill him. (laughs) He's like, all right. Hold on. Like that part was great. Like I thought that was really great. Um. uh, Sorry, Andrew. I didn't mean to steal your thunder. Thank you, man. You are a gentleman, and you are a Warwickshire shithouse. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, that the shit houses in that particular get away with that. Um on this podcast, and <laughs> I'm not quite I sure. I wish it's. I had
0: known that back in
2: college. You were a war. war- what's the word again? Warwickshire? Worcestershire, Warwickshire.
0: War- Warwickshire.
2: War- Warwickshire. Is that like a, yeah. is that like those shithouses, are they worse there than they are in?
0: <laughs> I don't know, but any time that uh, a certain assistant dean of the School of Music said, good morning, gentlemen. I was in good morning words or
2: shithouse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> that, it, that, yeah. He got that. He he got me on that one too. Um it, it that I kind of reminded me, that bit reminded me of um Robin Hood Men and Tights. So Latrine, that's an interesting name. When we came here, we changed it. You changed it to Latrine? Yeah, used to be shithouse. <laughs> that's a good change. <laughs> <laughs> um uh Yep, here comes the best line in the movie. No, I swear I knew nothing of this. Nobody knew. He did. I saw him kissing their bubbies. Her bubbies! <laughs> her bubbies. <laughs> I remember the bubbies. The bubbies. <laughs> I will say this. You just kind of wanted to punch that kid in the face when he uh Absolutely. But he yeah. was excited about the Bubbies. Yeah, and then he got paid it for it. reminds
1: him. me of Joffrey.
2: Yeah, a little bit. Well, because he's a violent kid, too. And apparently the namesake, not the actual actor or not the character, but that name that he was, is an actual playwright who is known for very violent plays. So Ah. that was kind of the bit with him and feeding mice to cats. And I like the killing part, you know, things like that. (laughs) I liked it when she stabbed herself. And Sam, you were talking about earlier those kind of Easter eggs. Here's one. What do we do now? The show must, you know, go on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so. there you go. Um, Mister Wheezy doing a good job. Um, and it's a good thing. Uh, what Queen ex Machina? Corny. Oh
1: yeah, absolutely.
2: You know, like oh, we're gonna shut this thing down. Says the uh, the guy from Ace Ventura Two, and then Queen was like, "Nope." And then, and, and she does what only a queen can do, right? She comes walking in and everyone bows because you're scared of Dame Junie Dench. Uh, M. Would you be? From Bond. Yes. Yes. Uh, when M comes in and she's like, that's a woman. And she's like, no, nah, you're mistaken. That's a dude. Um, now
3: I saw him kissing your babies.
2: Well, no, the kid didn't say that with a the queen bones. there. <laughs> Her bubbies. 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 Um. Uh, I just thought it was great. She's like, no, but but then you know the end is kind of sad, which makes this definitely not an American rom com.
3: Yeah, and then maybe that's why I like this.
2: Uh, me too, because and it was funny because Sarah, uh, my wife, fell asleep watching the movie. So when she woke up, she she had never seen it before or didn't remember it. So I'm telling her about it this uh, this morning or yesterday morning, whenever it was, and she's like, wait a minute, he doesn't end up with the girl. Like, <laughs> I said, no, remember he's married still, and she was and like, so is
3: she. Or she is now. Yeah,
2: she is now. And the queen can't even tear us under. And um, so she's going to go be miserable in America.
3: And And apparently walk on a beach that is forever. Well. Huge.
2: You know, why not?
3: Does Virginia have beaches that are like 800 miles long? uh, Maybe. From from the water to the.
2: According to to Pocahontas, they have waterfalls that are 300 feet tall on the coast. That's not a thing either. So why not? That's true. Um, I'm gonna. Well, maybe
3: they did until white man came and.
2: Oh, you think that's out. what happened? Yeah, white man came and we
3: like to we'd like to level things.
2: Is that is that what we we paid we to Walmart there? Yeah. <laughs> 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 you suck in
1: that way. Yeah. Where does you get those shoes? I must.
2: At, a, at, a, at a, hold on hold on
1: <laughs> call back ready for it
2: at Walmarticus.
1: Uh. <laughs>
2: that was for Chad. I am wal No,
1: I am Wal-Marticus.
2: <laughs> um, no, okay. no yeah, I am Spartacus. I'm with you. I'm with you, pal. Yes. Um, that's all I got. Oh, tropes. Uh, writer's block trope. The writing. Oh, oh, oh. Hold on. Hold on. Hold okay. on. Riding. Wait. <laughs> There's some of that, too. I got to find it. Here it is. We had a writing montage. We did, and That's then right. yeah. and then we had a. Come on! <laughs> Holy crap! What did I just do? <laughs> I actually erased the tag. We had a rehearsal slash writing the play slash sex montage. Nice, right? Right, because that was happening. They were literally writing the lines and then showing the rehearsal, and then they were having sex, and we got to see her bobbies, um, and
0: <laughs>
2: uh, and then of course you have the defiant woman in you know a, a time period when that's not a thing that would ever happen, kind of role like you know she's like brave or. Um, uh, uh, Aladdin, Jasmine and Aladdin, you know, you know these, these moments where these women who are in these societies where the men control their fate and they determine that they're not going to let you control their fate because it's a movie. Um, and they're uh, women. And they're women in the movie. Any other tropes did you guys have?
1: Oh, uh, you get the, uh, the trope of the guy who uh, you think is going to screw something up and then he does the thing and he's awesome. Uh, you, you see oh it. yeah,
2: yeah, He yeah—the stuttering dude—and then yeah. he's
1: great. Yes. Um, yeah. Or the guy I, who doesn't talk a lot and then has like an incredible speaking voice.
2: Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they did that. They did that bit with well that bit specifically in Gone in 60 Seconds with the yes. uh, the British guy and then he he says the line and everyone's like looking at him because he's British and he's like, "I thought you were from South Central," you know. Um. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. The guy who you think he's gonna screw up. I like that. It's a good trope. Any other ones? Indeed. Uh, um. I don't
1: know. You got boy meets girl. Girl becomes boy. Boy <laughs> meets boy. <laughs> boy kisses boy. <laughs> uh. Boy has sex with boy while boy watches. This is getting weird. <laughs> yeah.
2: This is boy. Boy. Yeah. If you.
1: When you oh boy.
2: Yeah, exactly. When you put it like that, While nurse this movie rocks just kept, cheer loudly. Yeah, no. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, she was great. Uh well, how's the conversation <laughs> going
1: later? So uh yeah.
2: Did you have uh, a good time? Yep.
1: <laughs> you, you know I waited outside for three hours. No, it was long care.
2: it was longer than three hours. She fell asleep. It was the next morning. Yeah. I mean it was an all night walk of shame time. Yeah, for him. Yeah. <laughs> and uh good for him. Her and her bubbies. And her bubbies. <laughs> I didn't I didn't expect that. I, mean, I just I didn't I was like, "Oh, she's naked." All right, cool. Well, good for her. <laughs> I mean, hey, you won an Oscar. I mean, I guess probably not for that, but
1: um We got to see Pepper's Pots. <laughs> <laughs> Please let that be the name of this episode.
3: <laughs> Please, yes, Pepper's Pots. Got it. Oh,
2: um, uh, I will see if iTunes lets me do it. <laughs>
1: there are two. There are two words that that aren't bad. Uh, I can't That's,
2: well, that's, that's wonderful, thinking, Andrew. That's, good job, Andrew. <laughs> no problem. Oh, uh, that was actually really funny. Um, we all, we all got to see Pepper's Pots. Yeah, that was we do.
3: Oh, Oh gosh.
2: Uh, what am I going to, what was I going to do here? Oh, audible.com. Are you guys done with the, the tropes? Okay. It's like a whoop dream. Audible.com sponsored this show where you can go to audible.com and get this play, the actual Romeo and Juliet play and be just as depressed as we are. are. And all are-,
1: are banished. That's all I remember.
2: Nice. Um, I actually remember the movie, the one with Leo and, and Claire Danes, um, and kind of hating it cause it was a Baz Luhrmann thing and it was weird and loud, but whatever. But audible.com. I is not, Wait a second,
3: you didn't like uh Moulin Rouge?
2: I did like Moulin Rouge. Well, and well, it, that was a bass film. And it is weird and loud, but I think partly is because I liked the actors in it. Okay. And I liked the the music song selections that they played. Does that make okay. sense? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I liked the music. I like like the Romeo and Juliet thing, it, it had modern music, yeah, and they used guns and John Leguizamo was great as the as a weird dude that he always plays. Um but I just I I don't I remember really not liking it, but I was also at that age where for some reason I hated Leonardo DiCaprio for because every girl oh, yeah. in America thought he was the greatest thing ever. Yeah. And, and he yeah. was on the footsteps of Titanic. Um so it's not really it's more of a me thing than anything else. I'm sure the movie's fine. I don't know if it holds up. I haven't seen it in 20 years, but um, but I, no, I like Moulin Rouge. I think that's a great movie. I mean, You and McGregor is great, but I also like You and McGregor, you know. And I like Nicole Kidman. So, and Jim Broadbent, the old Professor Slughorn himself. But you yep. didn't know that, or maybe you did. I don't know. But you know who did know? Audible.com. Audible.com. com. Audible little Mexican guy, John Leguizamo. Don Leguizamo. Yeah, yeah I, yep. I mentioned him. Did you? Yeah, I said he he was in. Uh-huh. Once I thought again. you were talking
3: about the guy in uh, Harry Potter.
2: No, I said, I'm not going to repeat what I said. Anyway, <laughs> you can go back and listen to the tape. <laughs> AudibleTrial.com slash uh, Judy Dench won an Academy Award for Best Actress in a Supporting Role for her role as Queen Elizabeth, although she is an on-screen for only about six minutes in four scenes. This is the second shortest performance to win a Best Actress in a Supporting Role. The shortest ever performance was by Beatrice Strait in Network in 1976, and she appeared in only five minutes of film. Those were damn good five minutes if she won an Oscar for five months. Wow. Um, well, just, you know,
3: you got to admit, Judy Dench won it because of her forehead.
2: No, you think that's what it is? I don't know. Yep, she's a giant do you think forehead. think she shaved that, or was it? How know, do it make up? that makeup. yeah, definitely makeup. Um, so I think Sam, I can't remember who mentioned the fact that Gwyneth Paltrow, though, is weird and things off offset. She was really good yes. in this movie. This piece of trivia reminds me of why I kind of hate her as, as a person. Because <laughs> um, she's also come out and said some really dumb political things. And uh, I just, as a human being, I think she kind of sucks a little bit. But as an actress, she's, is, yeah. she's fine. I and mean, she was really <laughs> attractive in Shallow How. Um, but anyway, Gwyneth Paltrow saw the script at Winona Reiner's office table in 97 and asked her if she could read it. Then Paltrow got the part without telling Reiner she was even trying for it. The former friends haven't been friends since then because Paltrow's selfishness, later winning an Oscar for the part. Mm. I, I, I kind of see why. That's people. It kind of is. It's, it's, it is kind of mean. Now, I like that little bit where the, whoever wrote the, the trivia added in the... Because of Paltrow's selfishness, so it makes me kind of feel like Winona Ryder wrote that piece of trivia. Um,
0: well, in all fairness, Ryder got uh, Mister Deeds, so. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, maybe this is the reason why she got she got arrested for stealing shoes. Who knows? But I mean, let's be honest too. Winona Ryder wasn't going to win the Oscar for this. It wasn't like no, you know what I'm saying. There are some parts where you just. You know, like, The Revenant was written, was done so that he could win an Oscar. Um, but, like, there there are some parts when you read and go, oh, yeah, this has got Oscar written all over it. I don't know if she read this and was like, oh, yeah, this has got Oscar-worthy, you know, written all over it. But, I don't know. I don't think one a writer is that particularly great an actress, so... Judy Dench was so taken with the full-sized replica set for the Rose Theater that Miramax gave it to her to take home when filming ended. Variety reported it, Variety the magazine, reported in early 99 that she was looking for a site and a financial backer so she could be, be used as a working theater. How flippin' awesome is that? I think that's great. Thank you. Well, um, and Kenneth Branagh, Branagh, who we know from... You know, uh, from Iron Harry Man Potter? Uh, no, he was in I mean Three. No, he was in. Um, we did see him for this podcast. He was the bad guy in Shadow, uh, Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit. Oh, okay. um, he was also the director of that movie. But he was also Professor the second in the second Harry Potter movie, The de- de- Defense Against Luckhart, Defense Against the Dark Arts. That's him. That's Kenneth Branagh. He also played. Uh, Wheelchair dude in Wild Wild West with uh, Will Smith. Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Uh, Daniel Day Lewis, Jodie Foster, Julia Roberts, Meg Ryan, and Wanona Ryder were all considered for lead roles. Daniel um, Day Lewis
1: would have been
2: a good one. So that leads me into our next bit, our uh, our section of who would we recast? How would we recast this movie today? In two thousand and sixteen, we're making this movie again. Who are we doing some of the main roles?
1: I'm thinking uh, Emma Watson for uh, the role of... Ooh, the oh my role.
2: gosh, that's perfect. Yes. Yeah, that and, would be great. And not just because we would get to see her boobies, but... <laughs> bubbies. Her bubbies. Bubbies. Her pots. Yeah, she wouldn't have to be <laughs> naked or anything. Yeah, Emma uh, Watson, that's great. So who's, who's the, huh? hell, um, who is the... Or Watson's elementaries? Who is... Yeah, uh, Watson, <laughs> I got you. Who is the, who is the lead, lead star? Who is a young British actor that we... I Jude Law might have been okay. He's too old now. Not, old, not yeah. against not the opposite of Emma Watson. That's that's kind of creepy now. It's Rupert Grint. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean you, you say Daniel Radcliffe but uh, No, I you, don't think he could do know. it. As, no, no yeah, yeah.
2: yeah, that'd be weird. Um I'm just Devil Longbottom. Uh, he actually probably could cuz if you've seen him recently, he's he's in good shape. Jacked. He's ripped. Yeah. I'm trying to think of some young British actors out there. I mean, uh, or who could at least play um, British. What's
0: that um, Colin Morgan? That know. was... Uh, you ever see the show Merlin? Yeah. British show Merlin? I know of it. Yeah. He's the... He's Merlin. He plays Merlin on the show.
2: Sure. Um, I don't know him well enough. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of some other guys who could play... Keanu some, Reeves. Uh... <laughs> i don't, yeah. I, don't, I can't see what him with a British the under window breaks? yeah exactly. It I couldn't see yet. him as that well, um I, if we were gonna if we were gonna kinda go with more of the comedic aspect, I could see Melissa McCarthy as the nurse yeah. <laughs> he does um I can't for some reason I like Andrew Garfield is in my head, I don't know why I don't yeah. know if we can play British though. Um, I don't know if like, he can do rom-com. Uh, I don't know. This is, this was kind Mo- of Ted tough. <laughs> Ted Mosby. Josh Radner. <laughs> yeah. I'll just... Uh, I don't know. This is a good one. What we'll I might? We, well, I guess we can't come back to it because this is the part of the show where we do this thing. Um, this is interesting. I like, I, I the best casting so far definitely is Emma Watson. So good job, uh, Courtney. Yes. You, you win the day. Um, there's a lot of, of course, your little ancillary characters you can just fill in with. I mean, like, um, you can still have Colin Firth in the movie, but have him in a different role, you know, like have him as the money guy, Tom Wilkinson, or even as the Jeffrey Rush character. Well,
3: you know what I have to admit the, the Ben Affleck character, I don't know, just him being Ben Affleck kind of took away from that for me. Really? In terms of it being the Shakespearean era. I don't know. I just never really, I don't know if I... It's not getting it per se, but it just didn't seem right.
2: Hmm.
3: It seemed, it seemed like he was a tra- time traveler from another time.
2: Well, he was that actually, his, uh, um, one of the trivia I read that I didn't write down was that he was actually asked to be the lead and he turned it down because he didn't want the part. Yeah. Um, and he wanted to, but he wanted to do like another part. Like he just didn't think that he could, I mean, he probably can't pull off British accent for an entire movie. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I but pray, I just didn't, you know. I don't know, I just, uh... Daniel Craig or Jason Statham. Oh, I know who's the guy. Here's, I, I know who's the love interest, the, or Shakespeare. You'd have to, like, change his look. But the kid that was Eggsy from The Kingsman. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Okay. Like, he could do it. You just have to make him, you know, more brooding, I guess, and give him some facial hair. And some the, acting lessons. Uh, I think The Ben Affleck fine. character?
0: Yeah. I could see as uh Henry Cavill Superman.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh and uh heck we can if we're going that route we can put Army Hammer in as the um uh as the Tom Wilkinson guy cuz he's kind of big <laughs> and scary. Um I like this. This is good. Um I didn't even do the whole bit who looks like so I'm 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 not going to unless you <laughs> just want to do it real quick but Well you
1: kind of did, you know, uh, apparently uh, Claire Danes
3: and Claire Danes, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Claire, Claire Danes with, with drawn-in eyebrows.
2: Actually, Jeffrey Rush's picture looks like a guy who goes out to the park and plays chess every Sunday. Yeah, he does. <laughs> uh, <laughs> by himself. <laughs> by himself. Well, no, not by himself. Uh, actually, you know what he kind of looks like? And this will only matter to the four of us listening to this podcast, but or doing this podcast, but he kind of looks like, in that picture, he kind of looks like Mr. Clark.
0: I was thinking the same exact thing.
2: I see this. Yeah, it, it, it kind of touches my soul a little bit. Yep. Um, sorry for those listening at home. Um, uh, anyway, uh, soundtrack great. I'm gonna just give it an A for awesome. I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought it was super appropriate and Fun. yeah, it was good and it was beautiful. I mean, it was just straight beautiful. It was beautiful music. Um, and what did I learn? I kind of learned that I want to read some Shakespeare a little bit. Truth be told. Um, yeah. Anything else? We good? Anything, any so. last words or forever hold your peace? Okay. Um. Uh, yes. Not that one. This one. <laughs> Man, you are having a long cut. I really am. Woo! <gasps> Top three. Well, this is a Best Picture winner. Uh, Oscar. Best, you know, uh, Academy Award winner. And it is, uh, Oscar season. Um... The, they're a week ago uh, as we yes. record this episode, but uh, it is still kind of that time of the year. Um,
3: Congratulations, Mr. Leo.
2: Yeah, for finally winning one, one for The Revenant. I need to see it. Um, it's it's a hard movie to get through. That's what I've been told, that it's, it's kind of hard to watch and to get through. You're a hard movie to get through. Thank you. Um, was that for me or for Sam? You give love a bad name. Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, we've turned into 80s music, right? <laughs> Is that eighties? Oh, yeah, i 80s. Uh, yeah, I think so. Early nineties, at least. You give love a bad name. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so we're gonna do our top three. <laughs> you just channel Scott Strap. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. What I, I don't know what I'm doing. Well, it's a little bit of Pearl Jam in there too. I, I didn't move they're my all, teeth, so they all sound the same. Yeah. Uh, best Best Picture winners. So you've got cool. you've got a whole bunch of movies to pick from, and uh, Andrew, you lead off.
0: All right. Well, I have an honorable, honorable mention to start with, the King's Speech that okay. we talked about earlier. Yep. Uh, number three, No Country for Old Men. Yeah. I finally uh, but,
2: saw that. I isn't it finally a cool movie? saw that. Were I'm you as confused at the ending as I was? <laughs> yes.
3: I had to look it up online, <laughs> and when I read about it, I finally understood what they were trying to do. It was wild.
2: What were they trying to do? Because I don't get it. I didn't read it, anything about it. It just confused the hell out of me. <laughs> Seriously. It had
3: something. It, it's one of these, it's almost like a Kubrick film type of idea, where it's the focus slowly went from these people who were decent characters to the focus being on the killer and what he was doing. And um, basically there was no sympathy for the good people in the end, it just it was like it was just it, it, read about it. I, I can't kind even of describe it. The hero. Like, it, oh. it.
2: Well, yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. Ooh, somebody's drumming on their microphone. <laughs> well, oh. sorry. <laughs> like, oh, I was trying to figure out what that noise was. <laughs> it's corny typing away on his on his keyboard. I was doing
1: uh, the solo from Wipeout uh, when I would get nervous. Uh...
2: <laughs> oh, nice. All right. Keep, still keep going, Andrew. <laughs> Uh, okay. Country for All Men, Brendo. N- yeah,
0: number two, uh, Silence of the Lambs.
2: All right. Oh, yes. Which we did. Forget, and, uh, 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 lambs. Yeah. And then, uh, it
0: puts the lotion maybe,
3: yeah. It puts the lotion in the basket.
0: <laughs> I, I've been doing that more often since I'm getting older. <laughs> I'm finding that I crack and bleed just randomly. Mm, nice. Um, yeah. <laughs> and in a surprising twist, uh, my number one favorite uh, best picture movie of all times is actually My Fair Lady.
2: All right. Uh, awesome. I'm I was forced to, to watch it lady. when
0: I was a senior. Yeah. I was forced to watch it when I was a senior in high school, and I thought this is going to be awful, and I ended up absolutely loving it. And the music's wonderful. I actually yeah. sang, a, uh, I sang one of the uh, solos in there from from the uh, professor. For my voice class, when I had to suffer through that class.
1: Nice, <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. All right, corny. Uh, thank, you for, thank you for saying
3: suffer because I, I did too. Uh, so it, basically, My Fair Lady turned into uh, the Julia Roberts. What's its name later on? Right.
2: Um, sword? Yeah. One? Yeah. Uh, the Pretty um, Woman. Pretty Woman. Yeah. Pretty Woman. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. They make that joke in the King's Speech or the uh, The Kingsman, right? Yep. Or he's trying to like he's like, have you seen the pretty woman? No. Have you seen this movie? No. Have you seen this movie? No. Well, this is what happens. Oh, you mean like in My Fair Lady? Yes. Um, all
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, corny Damn decent. All right. So uh uh my number three is gonna be Forrest Gump.
2: All right. All right. Uh
1: my number two would be Rain Man. Hmm. Donnie Carter uh, right? and uh nice. Thought was very interesting. I didn't understand uh, what his problem was or his issue, uh, so it took a I say what I saw it probably in like ninety three, and it probably was up until like ninety nine before I was like, oh, this guy has a uh, you know a, a or some some type of mental issue, and uh, I was like, huh, did, I just didn't catch it. I'm a silly man. Uh, <laughs> and then number one would be Driving Miss Daisy. Really? Because, <laughs> believe <laughs> it or not, cool. <laughs> because A is Morgan Freeman's name. Number two, uh, just the banter befo- uh, between Morgan Freeman and I always forget the woman's name. Uh, um, oh, come on, Cornelius. Oh.
0: Helen Mirren.
2: No, 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 no. Fran, Fran uh, Dresser. No, <laughs> stop it. It's, uh, it's the old lady. Um... Judy Dench. Not Judy Dench. Oh she was. Although uh Helen Mirren and uh
1: Morgan Freeman, that would have been fantastic. Um, <laughs> oh, well, come on, IMDB. I'm, racist I'm, I'm nearly southern there. Lady.
2: She's not racist. Well maybe she is. Was she not?
1: Jessica, Jessica Tandy. Tandy. There you go. Yeah, uh just the, watch, you know, watching, watching that, that relationship quote unquote grow. Uh but just the <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: <I guess laughs> basically it's like uh having uh uh Will Smith do his thing before Will Smith could do his normal uh, quips to to people under his breath or, um, sorry. Yeah, anyway. But yeah, I, I I enjoyed that movie very much though.
2: All right, cool. Uh, was that yours three?
1: That is my three.
2: Okay, sorry, I, I can't remember. Sorry, dude, uh, Sam.
3: All right, um, I've got an honorable mention of Shawshank Redemption.
2: Uh, didn't didn't win. It should have. I know, but it didn't.
3: <laughs> That's why it's honorable mention. My number three <laughs> is uh, Gladiator. All right. I absolutely, I can watch that movie at any time. I love that thing. The, the soundtrack, the, the movie itself is absolutely amazing. My number two is uh, Lord of the Are Rings. Are you not entertained? <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: And then uh, number one, best movie I've probably ever seen. Um, Probably a movie I'm only going to see once or twice in my lifetime, though. Schindler's List. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that would be my three. Okay. How about you, Sean?
2: Um, honorable mention is going to go, for me, it would be two Gladiator. I love Gladiator. Um, yes. Uh, I tell you what, I'll switch out my honorable mention for one that wasn't mentioned, Braveheart. And uh, put Braveheart in Yeah, there.
3: Braveheart was our gladiator before Gladiator.
2: Yeah. The only problem with Braveheart, it's a it's a thousand hours long. It's just a long yep. movie. Um, I remember my buddy uh well Steve, Steve Everett. Um he um went with his parents to go see it and he invited me along. And this is long before we were, we were not eighteen, but we were allowed to watch such movies. And the only reason why I didn't go is because it's like a three and a half hour long movie or something like that, right? Yeah. Like it's a three hour plus movie. And my parents were like, "By the time you get back, it'd be like one a.m. or something like that." So,
3: by the way, do they do mat uh, not matinees? Do they do the uh, in the middle of the movie? They'll stop it where you could go use the bathroom. They they did for
2: uh, uh, intermission. Intermission, thank you. Yeah, they they did for that movie because it was long as hell. Um, Yeah, I thought I
3: remembered Titanic doing that as well.
2: I don't remember that, but anyway, I saw that movie like four times in the theater too. Um, hmm. lots of dates in high school. Yeah. It was a good date movie yeah. and you just kind of laugh whenever he doesn't get up on the door. Did, for some did you have someone with you? Yes. I had girls with
3: me. Oh. I figured maybe you just followed somebody.
2: No. Hey, can I come sit with you guys? I just want to see, I just want to see Leo and, uh, I just, I just want to see your boobies. Her boobies. Her bubbies. Uh, um, my number three is Forrest Gump. Okay. Uh, Shawshank
3: should have beat Forrest Gump. I love Forrest Gump. Don't get me wrong. Right, Shawshank I, should have beaten him. I don't,
2: I don't. I mean, for that year, you could have also made a good argument for Pulp Fiction. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Um, I, yeah. I think the better, it's I amazing think, year. I think the best film won. I think Forrest Gump is a better film than Shawshank, but Shawshank is amazing. Um, before all of the things that it is, but it didn't win. Uh, King's Speech is my number two. I, one of the, one of the few movies that when, when the Academy came out with the list and I actually decided to watch some of them and was actually really, I like, really enjoyed it because they usually, I don't like Usually I don't like any of them.
3: The English, um, like the English patient. Probably I'm looking at all the list here. Probably the worst film I've ever seen. One of them.
2: Uh, yeah, I kind of didn't like it either. And I, I hated I, English. I, patient. I, I saw that one too. Um, yeah, that year actually I would have given it to either Fargo or Jerry Maguire, truth be told. Yep. Um, yep. because both of those are actually movies you can sit down and watch and enjoy. <laughs> um Actually I feel like Goodwill Hunting should have beat out Titanic, but that's also because we did it for the podcast and it, I really it, it, freaking liked that movie. Yeah. Um anyway, and then my number one is Return of the King. I love that movie Yes. a lot. And it won like a million. And Oscars it's so winners. sad
3: how bad the Hobbit movies ended up being. Oh yeah.
2: They're oh, they're, I know. They're, oh. they're 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 Laughable, we were actually talking about that today at lunch. How just they're kind of offensive at the money yeah. grab that they were because that's all they were was a money grab, and it just makes me sad. But anyway, that's all. Um, no email this week. Um, that's okay. Uh, we still love you, the listeners, anyway, even though you apparently don't love us, yeah, eh, nah, not as much. Yeah, <laughs>
1: no,
2: no, corny doesn't love you, that's fine. Um, Corney loves no one. <laughs> That's actually pretty
1: accurate. Except for Joe Pesci. I love me some Joe Pesci.
2: Which is weird. Mm. Um, out of 10. <laughs> uh, uh, sorry, I guess I have to intro you. Uh, Andrew. Oh, wait.
0: Yes, I'm going to go with uh, 6.25. No, okay. I'm going to go
2: higher. 6.25. That's I'll what like you this. gave John Wick for what it's worth.
0: Yeah, I'm going to, I did? Wow. Yeah, it's the exact same score. Um, yeah, I should go higher then, because I enjoyed it more than John Wick. Uh, does that make me gay? Yeah, it? you guys were all over um, the place with John
2: Wick.
0: Yeah, we were. Yeah, I know. Let's just go with a nice, solid
2: 6.8. Okay. 6.8. Making the math fun. Corny.
1: Uh I also enjoyed this movie and uh it did, I mean obviously it won for a reason. I'm going to go with a uh 8.14. All right. Nice. Uh Sam. Sorry and uh
0: What? Oh. Corny, you started
3: saying
2: something? Harding?
0: Oh, uh go ahead Sam. Oh,
3: okay. Sam. Oh, okay. Um I think I will give this uh <laughs> 7.83 bubbies out of 10.
2: <laughs> that sounds weird. <laughs> uh, yep. To have one bubby is bigger than the other, uh, but yeah, to, but to have seven, I mean, if you would have had at least a round mm-hmm. number at the first number, <laughs> the uh, the girl from Total Recall was there, right? There you go, yeah, okay. Uh,
3: or, or 7.83 unwrapping presents that end up being bubbies out of 10.
2: Okay. <laughs> Sure, I'm, I'm with you there. Um, <laughs> when he when he discovered Pepper's Pots, um,
1: <laughs> discovering Pepper's Pots coming to a theater near you. Mm.
2: Is that the porn version of this uh, of, of Iron Man? Uh, right. just the one, huh? <laughs> I'm gonna give this. I like Iron. I I had a good time with this, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a seven. Hmm. 7.25. I'm gonna be kind of boring. Okay. 7.25. Um uh, Bindi swords when you're trying to stab the bad guy.
1: <laughs> so there you go. They make a pill for that.
2: Oh well, that's true. They do now, they didn't then. Um so that's yeah. Okay. Uh that's gonna do it for us for this episode. That uh, Shakespeare in Love. I'm I'm Jen. I thank you. Seriously. Uh, For that. That was a good suggestion. That that, That was actually genuinely great, and I'm really glad I watched it. I really am. Um, I'm glad I watched it. Will we be saying the same thing next week after we watch Big Trouble in Little China? Stay tuned to find out. Um, (laughs) uh, So that's our next movie, uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Netflix just dumped a bunch of new movies for March. I think our list might change up a little bit because... There's some stuff that just, that just got dumped in there that I kind of want to watch kind of now before it gets taken away. Um, so we will talk off air about that, but regardless of what changes we make in the future, um, we would definitely be doing big trouble in little China next week. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Um, and hopefully it won't take me an extra four days to post this episode. It shouldn't. But anyway, I apologize for, for the last week. Um, and that's going to do it for us. Here at Cheap Seat Reviews, so um, at your convenience, please go by iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play and leave us leave us a review. I mean, you certainly don't have to; it's a free country. But you know, it'd be it'd nice. Be nice. If, it'd be nice if you did. Um, visit our website, cheapseatreviews.com. Uh, like us on Facebook, facebook.com/cheapseatreviews. Follow us on Twitter at cheapseatcast. I am at Sean J. Allred at Soneji, which is S O N E J I 16. Uh, Corny is at Johnny Darko 16. And Andrew is, of course, at A Jemison on Twitter. You may send us your emails to cheapseatreviews at gmail.com. You don't want to, but you may. Um, am I trying to guilt you, the listener, into sending us emails? Maybe. Is it working? Oh, yes. No. Um, well, yeah. Kill him. I'm not I'm not Catholic so I'm not or Jewish so I'm not good at the guilt kind of thing, but that's fine. Um, if you are both of those or either one, that joke is actually kind of funny. <laughs> Stop it. Oh yes, thank you, Deadpool. <laughs> oh you may also call us and leave us a voicemail. That's right. That is a thing. So if you are driving down the road listening to this show right now, and uh, and you're like, you know what? I just wanna Go say, I I hate your show, or I love your show. Call 704-271-4290. And you can leave us a little voicemail, and um, we'll play it on air. If someone ever does, you'll be the first. Um, Sam is calling it right now, apparently. Uh, So (laughs) please, (laughs) please do that. Uh, So on behalf of Andrew, Corny, Sam, this is Sean saying goodnight. Thank you for listening, and, you know, go enjoy some Bubbies.
1: She's on